Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays and tell exactly what I'm doing, make sure you join the Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Welcome back to the 1% Club. My oh my. What a weekend we had. Uh, we talked about this. My man Podge. Throw, throw my man Podge some credit here for uh, knocking out those two. Where, how late were you up? It wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad? Got, the, posted, last one, got you, the last one out at like 1 a.m. Yeah, I was going to say, you posted the second one at like 1.28 a.m. I was already, I've been in a coma for like an hour. Shit rolls downhill. Sure. <laughs> Uh, but no, we got, we got, we got the, uh, the two out, we got the Betty one out and we got the new breakdown of the last three fights of, uh, D-Raj, uh, Lee Jing Liang, uh, Shamayev, Holland, Ferguson, Diaz. Uh, let's just go ahead and just recap. You want to do the main card? What do you want to do? We'll just do the main card. Let's just do the main Start card. Start with Irene. Irene Aldana, Macy Chason. Um, actually, rewind. Johnny Walker versus Ian Kulaba. We said early that, uh, last week we said that. The longer this fight went on, the better it was for Walker. And I just, I think, man, Ian's, he's tougher around, man. That's, that's, I wish, he's one of those guys that, I, I, it's not a cardio issue, I don't think. Like, you've seen him have good cardio in the past. It's a pacing issue. Like, he doesn't, I don't think he paces himself well. Because, listen, fighting for 15 minutes, it doesn't sound like a lot. And it's easy to watch on TV. But it's a long time to fist fight somebody. And... I just think he has a really difficult time pacing himself, and I and and some of these guys, whenever they get sucked into these like uh, like crate, like Walker is kind of the same way. Like it's madness, it's chaotic, and they can't. I don't think there's like a trigger in their brain to say, "Oh, hold on, this is crazy, this is chaotic. Let me slow down. Let me take inventory." Like when I say take inventory, anytime there's like a break in the action, whenever I was fighting, it's like, okay, like. Are you hurt? You're good? Are you tired? Like, what do we, what do we need to do? You know what I mean? You're talking like, to yourself. Yeah, it's just thoughts in your head, you know, like, oh, my, you know, my, my knee, like, the last fight I had, my, my, tore my MCL, and I'm like, is it, you know, like, I would kind of, like, try to move right. Is it fucked up right? Okay, no, I, I, I can't move right. I need, can I move left? I can move front back? Like, can I, you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to work through everything, especially when it's a ton of chaos, right? I think Ian has a tough time uh, having the, that conversation with himself, and it's just like, go, 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 go. And then, you know, uh, we saw this in the, the Barnett-Collier fight too, right? Like, it's just mass chaos, and you're like, let's get this guy out of here, and you think you can get him out of here, and then they don't go away, and then you see a little bit of adversity, and that might be all you had. So, uh, actually, that was a big win for Johnny Walker. I think that was—we uh, didn't talk about this, but my thought was this was really a make-or-break fight for him, in my opinion, and I, I feel like he really needed to, to uh, win this fight. And I will say this. Uh, mad props to John Cavanaugh uh, or, or Walker and his camp or whatever, whoever's a part of that because I felt like that was the most defensively sound I've ever seen Johnny Walker. And, uh, you know, he, he'd been he'd been uh, chinny, you know, quote-unquote chinny in the past. But, dude, he's taken, you know, big shots from Jamal Hill. You know, who isn't chinny with that fights Jamal Hill? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, everybody's chinny when he fights Jamal Hill. So, uh, but he looked much more defensively sound. He looked like he was much more aware of the range. And the and the and the power and pacing and anyway, props to Kavanaugh, props to Walker and whoever's a part of that camp. I thought he looked really good. Best I've seen him in a very very long time. Slick choke, yeah, sick choke, Hips. slick 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 sick and slick. And it was one of those ones where it was like you you get here 
and then hips finish it, right? And he he just squeezed him out, man. Big brothered him, you know. Big brothered him. Great great win for Johnny Walker. Uh, kind of resets Ian Kulaba, in my opinion. Uh, but click on Ian real quick. I don't want to touch on this a ton, but I think he's dropped a couple, man. Spawn was the last. He's lost two in a row. Okay, got a win over Devin Clark. He's man. He's uh, God bless. He's three one and one in his last. Uh, the loss against Ankolaev doesn't count in my the opinion. two losses. Oh, Gosh. pardon me. Yeah, he's got to get some. He's been fighting some hammers, though. I will say that. You know, I will say that Glover, Roundtree's great. He beat Roundtree. He's just we've seen him look like a world beater, and then we've 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 seen. Uh, I don't know. He's with Nick Sick at Extreme Couture now. I think he's got a fight or two with him. I got to think that Nick Sick's going to work through that and try to figure all that out. Those guys are really good at that. So, moving on, Aldana Chason. We were really big on Aldana, and I love Macy. I think she's incredible. Uh, and and I'll tell you the truth. I, she was on her way to winning this fight, you know. And, and this fight was crazy. This reminded me so much of us of uh, Saldana and Woodson, in the sense of like we were really big on one side, and this side we were big on the Aldana side. And I love Macy. I just thought it was a really difficult matchup for her. I really did. And we see Aldana uh, almost finish Macy in the first, right? And, and do keep in mind, I'm cornering Kevin Kroom last night, one by decision. Uh. And I'm watching this on my phone. I literally ordered the $80 pay-per-view on my my iPhone, whatever it is. Smoke. Yeah. And, and uh, so I'm watching this uh, in the back in a basement of Memorial Hall in KCK. And, you know, Aldana looks great in the first round. And there's a huge size discrepancy, obviously. Macy, you know, they, I think she's huge. She's massive to begin with. And then they change it to 140. I don't know if you remember that or not. Remember, like, it went to a catch weight. So, uh but Aldana was on top of her, almost finishes her, gets the tap, right? That was the tap. I think we all agree. Yes, absolutely. Right? We all we can all agree to that. And then I look over, I see Aldana kind of like take a big breath. As as the end of round one happens, Aldana looks a little tired. Macy gets up, and I'm like, please get up slow. Please get up slow. <laughs> she just bounces up, and I'm like, oh, shit, we're in for it. You know, so Macy's got great cardio, and uh, she just looks so much improved. Uh, wins round two, in my opinion, and then... As it looked like she was on her way to winning a decision in round three, stands up, and this is the biggest form of street justice that I could ever imagine, <laughs> and gets a a liver kick from her back. And how many dipshits on Monday are going to be trying this in the gym? A lot. They're going to be pulling guard, bicycle kicking. You know they will be. But I I I, I full disclosure here. I think both both of these women looked incredible, and and Macy taking this loss, I I really do believe that she looked really good. I was really impressed with her performance. She, I think she's kind of found her groove now. When we step up in, Aldana is just another level, right? Her striking is so good. She just looked crisp, and uh, I think I do think the size difference played a big role here. I really do. And Aldana, there's talk of her maybe fighting Amanda. Is that yeah? Yeah, is that, that's, I that's kind I mean, of where it's going. I'm here for that. I believe that. so, yeah. I'm here for that. The ground is going to be pretty difficult for her to deal with, but I am all here uh, for that. And, and as, as, as far as, I mean, we could talk about that for a second. As far as the striking goes, Aldana, she can hang with Amanda. She, she's got a great chin. She's got good head movement, a great lead hand, a very, very educated lead hand with the jab, with the hook. I think we saw that. She's got some power. She can knock people out. I, I think Amanda, though, learned the hard way about trying to, you know, 
standing yeah. back. I, I, I think Amanda, from that first loss to Pena, kind of regained her, I don't know, her fight IQ. Yeah, no, I would agree. And, you know, she's if she was to fight Aldana, surely she's going to wrestle, you know? I think the the best way to describe it is is she got her respect for the game back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she respects the game again, you know? And w- w- injury or whatever, like... You, you can't disrespect the game. You know, you can disrespect your opponent. You can be confident in your skills, but you cannot disrespect the game. And what that means to me is, you know, how long have we been doing this together? Like six months? Yeah. And in the six months, how many times have you ever heard me say, this is like, this is easy work? And me like, be, you know, not, you know how, you know if I'm bullshitting and if I'm not, you probably don't hear it very often. Like, this is a lock. Right, like no way she loses this, or no way he loses this, and that's because I've every time that I'm like, there's no way, it's impossible, there's no way. The game, every time you disrespect the game, the game shows you, you know, Amanda Nunez versus Juliana Pena. Uh, I'll show you, I'll tell you another one. Uh, Roxanne Modafferi, Macy Barber. That's another one that I was like, I literally said, and I poor Macy, poor Macy. She, we, we actually had a discussion. This is, I don't, I've never told the story before. Uh, I, th- I think there's, you know how it's like too soon, too soon. There's enough time in between this fight now that I can talk okay. about this. And she's had a couple of wins since. Yeah. I love her. She's great. She came up to me where this is at the Palms in Vegas. She came up to me day of the fight. She says, she, cause she, for whatever reason, she's, you know, asked me like, Hey, what do you think? I said, <laughs> I literally, my exact words were her, listen, unless you blow your knee out in the first 10 seconds of this fight, you're going to dominate. I swear to God, that's what I told her. I swear to God, that's what I told her. (laughs) She came up to me, she saw me after the fight, and she's like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) (laughs) And, man, I, you know, that was me disrespecting the game. And I told everybody that would listen to me that there was absolutely, it was impossible for Macy Barber to lose that fight. I told anybody that would listen, I said, impossible impossible and that was the game reminding me this is hey this is why we all love this game is because it's unpredictable and crazy shit happens which we saw a bunch of crazy shit this last weekend regardless uh we can in the crazy shit category we can mark i feel confident 100 confident marking arena donna's liver kick ko from her back in the crazy shit category moving on uh d-rod Li Jing Liang, great fight. Uh, I personally, I, I watched this in spurts. I was warming up Kevin. I I lean D Rod slightly. We, we you know we talked about that. He got the win. I am hearing a lot of backlash that everybody thought Lee won that fight. I played D Rod, and if I had a you know like a paper ticket from Vegas, I would have ripped it up before the uh, before the decision. I thought Lee won a clear two one. That's. That's what I'm hearing as well. I should go back. I need to go back and watch that, and I'll give you my opinion on <clears> that. And I did play D-Rod, and I just thought, you know, it was kind of one of those ones where I was like, fuck. Yeah, that's it. It Well, I think this is, uh, that's D-Rod's coming out party. Regardless of what who you think won that decision, that's his coming out party. That's a big step up for him, right? Yeah. That's a big win for him. And you know as well as I do is next week, nobody's going to talk about how close that fight was. It's going to be, hey, he beat Li Jingliang. And, dude, uh, you know Tim Simpson, right? Yes. Tim's with Paradigm. He manages a lot of these guys. He manages Lee. And uh, he was talking about, and he's right. Lee did not get enough credit in this entire mess because there were so many different, dude, think about, think about what happened. 
Diaz, Ferguson got switched. Shamayev, Holland got switched. D-Rod, Lee Jingliang got switched. Dewadu misses weight. Macy and Aldana weight changes. Uh, Chris Barnett missed weight. Don't The second heavyweight. Dude, there was so much going on that you really couldn't hyper-focus on one thing. And Lee Jingliang took the, the worst end of the deal out of that whole trio of switch-up because he went from fighting Tony Ferguson to D-Rod. Complete, first of all, completely, I mean, look at the style clash of D-Rod versus Tony Ferguson. I think Lee beats Ferguson. I mean, we talked about how we like Ferguson at Plus Money. After watching both of them fight, I think Lee gets him out of there pretty easily. I think he gets him out of there pretty easily now. Uh, but at that plus 300 line, you know, it was a value play. It wasn't a, you know, pick em play. But, and then on top of that, the 10-pound weight difference. You know, nobody's talking about that. He fought, hey, that's another weight class. I mean, genuinely, imagine if, imagine if we go into fight, I weigh in at 170, you weigh in at 180. 10 pounds is a lot. That's a lot of weight. That is a lot of weight. And, you know, I, I, I would be interested to see what the, uh, you know, the UFC, they track this, but they don't release it. They track who, uh, what their fight day weight was. I would be interested to see what that. Regardless, coming out party for D-Rod, big win for him. Uh, I would like to see Lee get a good fight next. He, he, he uh, deserves he, it. Yeah, sure. 100%. He deserves it. He earns it. And uh, yeah, they're 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 definitely there's a I mean maybe I don't know what you do with Tony now five in a row man that's tough, but if you're gonna keep him around, run that back maybe or Holland Holland called him out, Holland called out Wonder Boy I'm with that too. Oh he's in the top fifteen perfect let's see, I mean, no nah, I wouldn't I'll be honest I wouldn't even give him one of these guys give him a, get this guy a win bro he deserves it get this guy a win. Get him a uh, not a win, you know what I'm saying. Get him a good matchup. Yeah, Luke, maybe. Get him a good. That's a tough fight. I like who. Uh, I think he needs to run it back with Tony if they're going to keep him around. That's a good fight. Big name. It's not going to move him up in the ranks, but it is a novelty fight. It's a nice. It's it's a nice check mark on the record. Get him a good paycheck. He did a lot for that organization, man. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I don't. You know well, what I do think, I know? You know, for Tony, I think. We've spoken about this before, and we're going to do a, a full kind of podcast on it. But um, Tony needs to start looking at the the kind of the Masters League kind of stuff. The novelty fight. fights. Yeah, just I don't think Lee is a place where Tony should be. I don't either, but... You're talking about gifting Lee with Tony. But the same, 100%. Yes, yes. But we've also talked about this, is typically if they have one guy on his with one foot out, they send his ass booted out. And you know what I mean? And that's what they're doing with... I mean, look what they did with first. I mean, Lee wasn't an easy fight for him to begin with. And then they matched him up with Diaz, who, which I do, we're going to get in a second. I have no idea how Nate Diaz was an underdog in that fight. I, I mean, I just don't see it. Anyway, uh, I if you keep if you keep Tony Ferguson around, I say you run that one back. He he earned that. But anybody in that top 15, in my opinion, is going to be a tough fight for Lee Jingliang. If you're going to match him up with somebody in the top 15, I'd go Wonder Boy or uh, Michelle Pahea, uh, you know, maybe even Neil Magny. Keep him the fuck away from Shopcott. Yes. Keep everyone away from Shopcott. Yeah. I, I can't wait for that guy's next fight, man. Like, I want to see him in, the, in that mix with some, one of those guys. Did you know they sign mean? the Wonderboy fight, no? Uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I was I was told that it got agreed to, but I talk, I told you this. I talked to Wonderboy at International Fight Week. He said they're trying to match him up with Shopcott. He said, there's no way I'm fighting this guy. It doesn't make sense. And it doesn't. Dude, f put him against Holland. Him and Holland is the fight that I'm here for. Yeah, I think 
Nate Diaz proved the point though when he was talking about it as well. It's like if you, you know if you should sit on the on the shelf for sit on the shelf for so long. Yeah, you just take sure. the fucking fight to get it over and done with, and then mm-hmm. you know then you can kind of start looking at the opponent after that. True enough. True enough. Uh, last uh, last co-main event, uh, we went to uh, Kamza and Holland. It's it's went about how it, the dude's a problem, man. He's just he just is. Uh, we we discussed his pacing of a fight, and although we didn't get to see what that looks like, he carried a hellacious pace. I just don't know if he can get those elite level guys out of there with that pace. I don't know. I would I I don't see him subbing Nate Diaz, man. And I would be interested to see how that fight goes over five rounds. You know, I, I just I, I I I'm still here for it. It'll never happen now. No way, Nate. Thank Diaz God. Wins. Yeah. I'm I'm if he if 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 Shamaya fought Nate Diaz like that and that fight went into late, man, it could have got interesting. It could have got interesting. That fight went about how we thought it would. I love Kevin Hahn. I think he's a gangster. I, I respect him a ton. It's just stylistically, it's a nightmare, nightmare matchup for him. Did you see the video of him dancing after getting the extra few dollars? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't he was it. dancing like saying, I just got paid. I just got yeah, paid. Yeah, of course he got paid. You know, bro. And good for him. You know, that's exactly what it is. Good he'll for him. take his money and now he'll reset and fight, you know. Of course. Wonder Boy is the fight to make for him. He called out, he called out, uh, respectfully, Wonder Boy, D Rod, and Lee Jing Ling, I think. I'm here for all those. I'm here for all those. Which brings us to the main event, Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson. I cannot believe. Uh, I, I, we released this in Discord. I said, Nate Diaz at any plus money is a play. At any plus money is a play. I thought for sure he would move to a favorite. I thought the public would come in on him. I thought the Sharps would come in on him. Uh, I did say this. I said, Tony Ferguson has more ways to win this fight. And I do believe that still. But I don't think he took a single shot. And he just, ah, man, I was wrong. I'm, I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. I, I said last week, I said, I'm not convinced that he's done. I just, I, he, I will say this. I'm not saying he's done, but he's not what he used to be. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like this is so rudimentary. But to me, it was just such a, a, a key indicator of his, his like, he's just not there anymore. Was, he was getting so overextended on almost every backhand that he threw that he would, like, sp- count how many times he spun around. And you can hear his corner, quit overextending, quit giving your back up. And it's just, like, that, like, at a high level, that shouldn't happen unless it's on purpose. Now, if you want to spin off that, I'm I'm good with that, but that was not on purpose, not on purpose, and it just I don't know uh, I don't know what you do with him if you're the UFC. It's five in a row. I mean, are they going to give him another one? They have they have. Hold on a second. They have to. They're for sure. Uh, after I literally look what he just did. They're going to keep matching Tony up for as long as Tony wants to come back. That I don't agree with. I think they'll do it, but maybe it's not the humane and right thing to do, but I think they'll continue to do so. I think he gets one more. I think if he loses the next one, he's gone. There'll be six in a row, bro. You can't, unless you're Sam Alvey, you can't, you don't get that privilege. And uh, he's been fighting elite guys for a long time. I think they need to match him up with a newcomer. You know, get him a win, man. You know what I mean? Because, dude, he's still got some name recognition. He can still do a lot of really cool stuff. He's fun to watch. You got to match him up right, dude. Like, click on Tony's name. Look, I mean, Nate Diaz. 
Justin Gaethje, um, Michael Chandler, uh, Dariush, Charlie Olives. God bless. That is a killer's row. Kill I mean, look, just scroll and before quick. that was his role. Oh, it's all murderer's row, too. Look at that right there. Like, can we screenshot screenshot this and put that up? Like, we're talking about the the fifty five pound champion. We're talking about the number the the reigning top three in Justin Gaethje. He's been in the top three lightweight rankings for years now. Dariush has been in the top fifteen, top ten for years. Michael Chandler is a former champion, uh, and then now Nate Diaz, fifty five or seventy. He's he's beat some of the the best of the best, man. Like that is not an easy lineup. And then go go to the green here. Let's talk about the good stuff. RDA, Anthony Pettis, Barbosa, T. Bow in his heyday, Josh Thompson in his heyday, uh, dude, uh, Danny Castillo in his heyday. Dude, he's got some good. And we're going back, obviously now. Uh, Kevin Lee in his heyday, Donald Cerrone. Like he has beat some good guys, man. You know, it just the wars catch up with you. You can't. You just can't fight like that for a long time. It just doesn't work like that, bro. It doesn't. Unfortunately, uh, I'm, I'm, if the UFC has a tough task, they need to decide if they want to keep him around or if they want to if they want to use him one more time. They have to because of the switch up. All six of those guys, minus Shamayev, I should say, all five of those guys that did the trio of mix up, those guys are safe for a minute, man. They they're, they they did. They're the do a favor. They're do a favor or two, and uh, minus Shamayev, you know, but. It, it, they need to figure out. Tony's going to get another fight. I would almost bet anything on it. But they need to figure out: do they use him to get, to build an up and comer, or do they want to keep him around? And that's we'll we'll know. You'll know. You'll, you know what I mean when the, when his next fight is announced. You'll know. It would be nice to see him sent packing on a on a win. You know. The problem is, is I don't think Tony's ever going to quit. You know what I mean? Like, to, the, you know, the win is always his win is going to lead into another fight. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We talked about this before. Though you start chasing the white rabbit, you know, it's unfortunate. But like a guy like Tony, he's just—he's not going to quit this game. It's in his blood, man. It's in his blood. So, uh, regardless, uh, um, a week of madness. The the fights, the pay per view itself was, uh, the the fights themselves were rather uh, lackluster. But I think there was so much buzz around it that it was just the atmosphere made it. You know, it was very energetic. Uh, the Diaz walkout was insane. Yeah, the, you know, the main cool. event walkout in itself was insane. Tony's got the the the, the EDM going, and Nate. You know, uh, anyway, uh, crazy crazy week, and that's why we love this game. You know, that's why uh, stuff like this. And and I will say this: I'm going to end on this. If this was if this was boxing, because I I saw Errol Spence Jr. Did you see what he posted? I can't remember exactly what he posted. It was on uh, it's on DAZN's Instagram, but he basically is talking shit, saying, uh, I can't believe you guys watch this trash or whatever, referring to Tony and Nate. And I commented on there, dude, both of those guys would strangle you. No problem. And uh, if this was boxing, that event would have been ruined. You know what I mean? That event would have been ruined. And this is why, for you boxing folks, listen, I'm a boxing fan. I'm a boxing fan. I love the sport of boxing. I like watching boxing. But this is why the UFC is the most exciting combat sports organization on the planet. It's because they make shit like this happen on 24 hours notice. Props to UFC. Props to Hunter, Dana, whoever made this happen. You know, I'm, I'm not here to talk about who it is. But this shakeup, this mix-up, the making this work, I am actually, I prefer these matchups over the originals. Props to them for making this work. There's not a lot of organizations on the planet that would have done this. And secondly, there's not a lot of fighters. You do that shit to the boxers, they're going to be like, no way. No shot. No, no shot. Weight classes. 
etc. No fucking no way. No fucking way that happens, bro. No fucking way that happens. The fans would have been disappointed. There's no fucking shot that that would have happened in boxing. And you, whatever you guys can say, whatever the fuck you want, it it doesn't happen. That that does not happen in boxing. That does not happen in boxing. And don't tell me the boxers don't miss weight. It happens all the fucking time. So, props to UFC, Dana, Hunter, all those guys. That's this is why this this is why MMA is is. Uh, I don't want to say it's taking over boxing. That's not, but this is why it is rivaling boxing. This is why it's exciting. This is why people love to fucking watch this sport. Okay, I think we'll wrap this up. Breakdown coming soon, guys. See you then.